Hey gang, you're listening to episode 39 of the Self-Care Isn't Selfish podcast. This is the first of many to come live self-care coaching calls. As you know, I launched my own self-care coaching opportunity to you, my listeners and audience, because I get messages every week from women just asking, how do I make the time to make my own self-care routine? What does this look like? And from my experience through creating my own self-care routine to help me feel my best and just with talking with girlfriends and helping people on social media and especially through my Whole30 coaching system, there is a three-tier system I used to help create my own self-care routine and I know it works. So that's what I use with my clients to help them create their own simple and sustainable health self-care system to help them feel their best. So I'm going to be sharing some of these with you so you can hear what a coaching call sounds like with me. Make sure you stick around to the end of the episode. I'll mention a freebie that I have available to you and how you can work with me to create your own simple and sustainable self-care routine. So enjoy this live coaching call with my client Shelby. Now, Shelby already has some really great habits in place in regards to her self-care routine. So all we had to do is just make a few little tweaks here and there to make it even more effective to help her feel her best. So enjoy this episode. Hey friend, welcome to the Self-Care Isn't Selfish podcast. I'm your host, Emily Nichols. As a Whole30 certified coach, wife, busy working boy mom and your self-care guru, I'm here to help you start putting yourself first without the guilt. Each week you'll hear motivating and practical tips on how you can create a habit of self-care through interviews with my amazing guests or quick solo episodes with me. After each episode, you'll walk away with an action plan and feel empowered to implement what you have learned into your life. So grab a cup of coffee, glass of wine, or your favorite sparkling water, and let's do this. And Shelby, I'm just kind of wondering, what are you really hoping to get out of our call today? Sure. So, you know, I think for me, really what I'm hoping to get out of the call is a better understanding of maybe some of the buckets of self-care that work for me. So in the recent months, I've done a really good job kind of with my morning routine. And so I feel like I have elements of some things that support that part of my life and that focus. But I know that there's some other elements that I could slowly start bringing in as more habit change. So really kind of looking for those tips and tricks to add on to the progress I've just kind of made for myself so far. Great. Great. And a morning routine is a great place to start. (laughs) Yes, it is. Well, well, let's dig in a little bit. I want to kind of know a little bit about what your habits are that you have now throughout your day. Um, So kind of thinking about from when you get up to when you go to bed, things that you just, they're on autopilot. You're going to do it every day versus like brushing your teeth or getting your coffee going or whatnot. So start from the beginning and let take me through. Sure. Sure. So I would say that, um, you know, the start of the day is partly, you know, like you said, as women, we kind of are helping other people. So my day usually starts when my dog starts whining that she's ready to move. Mm -hmm. So on days that I'm not up for Pilates, um, I'm basically getting up with her. And so 
routine of, well, you know, I'm going to go to the bathroom before she does kind of thing. So I at least have like five seconds to get started before she's whining at me some more. So kind of start there and then start with my coffee. And one thing I really enjoy doing is a daily gratitude. So Mm -hmm. I am part of a community called Half Size Me. It's actually a podcast. And um, the creator of that content actually has a forum where there's a daily gratitude post. And so I post on that daily. And what's nice is I get to see some other folks' daily gratitude. So it's kind of that added layer of not just like your own journaling, but you can kind of like scroll through and see what other people are saying. So it's kind of that community development. So I do that first thing every morning. And um, I, I try to add in some meditation and that's been something that I do daily um, and try to do in the morning, but depending on how things are moving with my fiance and the dog and other things happening, obviously meditations kind of like don't want the distraction and kind of quiet. So that's a little bit of a mix, but usually do that in the morning as well. Um, I try not to get on social media right away, but I'm kind of bad about doing that. And I jump to Instagram a little too early. So I think the positive elements in there are obviously the daily gratitude and kind of that, you know, hot coffee, morning, wake up, kind of, you know, turn the lights on, start moving my body a little bit. Awesome. Awesome. What, what does the rest of your day look like? And even into your evening, is there some habits that you just naturally do every day? Like maybe an evening you make a cup of tea or any other things like that? So the evenings are a little bit tougher. I do have an 830, um, like I have the Fitbit light. So like I get an 830 vibration that, hey, it's 830, maybe start trying to do some of those wind down things. Um, But I'm not very consistent with it. So like the thought of, oh, hey, having that vibration there means I should be taking action. I maybe one out of five times actually like get up off the couch, get away from the screen and maybe say, Hey, let's go have that cup of tea and maybe do a, you know, skincare face mask or start winding down a little bit more. So the trigger is there. It's the action afterward is not necessarily there as much. So really doing kind of the basic like brush teeth, pajamas kind of routine that tends to be not at the same time, given obviously life is life, but just on a, on a quote unquote regular good day, getting that in more control would be good, but that's kind of where I'm at now. Yeah, that's great. And I'm glad you have a trigger like that set up. Like you said, it's a matter of taking action though after it, but that's a great first step. Yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> you know, I used to have an Apple Watch. I got rid of it and got a um, Garmin instead just for workout purposes. But mm-hmm. um, it would tell you to breathe or meditate throughout the day at different points. And it was so, always such a good reminder because no matter what I was doing, I would be like, okay, I'm just going to breathe for a couple minutes because it would take you through it and vibrate the amount of time you need to breathe in and breathe out. But mm-hmm. now I don't have it, so I don't do it. Yeah, it is amazing how you tie. I know people talk about kind of like stacking, like habit stacking, mm-hmm. like, and that's another element of a trigger. But yeah, it's, it's one of those things where once it's not there, it's easy to kind of think, okay, well, how do I reincorporate that? Yeah. And, you know, since I work a traditional desk job, mm-hmm. um, you know, I do try to walk a little bit more. And again, consistency can be difficult with meetings, but, you know, I do a lot of, um, 
I use my Google calendar as my personal calendar for meal planning. And so that in recent months has really decreased my stress around mm. my healthier lifestyle to say, spend a little time each day to get that under control. And so I basically have like breakfast, lunch, snack, and dinner, like built out on a meal plan, meal plan, Google calendar. And so that helps me then with my online grocery shopping. So I'm doing a lot of that sort of routine, an electronic format throughout mm -hmm. the week. Um, and then leaning on my fiance to help with the pickup because it, the store is on his way home from work. So that's kind of a nice balance for us routine wise. Um, cause I, 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 you know, I jumped ahead from morning to evening. So that's kind of a during the day element knowing yeah. that there's a lot more, you know, volatility, flexibility in the schedule just based on, you know, kind of the traditional full-time working. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Well, let's talk about health a little bit because that's kind of the first tier I focus on with my clients when it comes to your self-care. And health can mean a lot of different things. It could be your mental health, your physical health. But from what I found, as far as like what we're going to talk about today, as far as your health is your um, eating habits and movement, which you kind of already alluded to, your meal prepping and putting that on your calendar, setting your online grocery order, which that is a godsend. Oh, it absolutely is. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Having your fiance pick it up. I mean, that's teamwork. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Well, tell me a little bit about your eating habits right now. Sure. Sure. So, um, in the morning, um, on days that I do work out and even on days that I don't part of that coffee tend to actually be like a protein shake. Mm. So I'll do like four ounces of like an almond milk or 2% oh, milk and then a coffee flavored protein powder with like 10 ounces of coffee. And so that's kind of like my go-to morning drink. And so that's kind of a good way to start the day. And from a routine standpoint, I've learned that I do a little bit better with just kind of that better intention of more frequent and smaller meals until it's later in the evening. Okay. So I'm kind of that second breakfast. I always joke. I use the term second breakfast because that's like growing up. My dad would always say that kind of as a joke. So I will try to get some more protein in when I get to work later in the morning at, you know, like 930 because I'm usually up at 530. So, you know, if I'm drinking a 200 calorie protein shake at 530, I'm hungry by 830 or nine. So I'm pretty good about packing that second breakfast. And I think other healthy habits, you know, I follow the Weight Watchers program. So I'm really trying and working on tracking of where I'm at. And that really kind of gives a balance of not only calories, but like their program kind of focuses on saturated fat. And so you'd kind of be surprised some things are quote unquote healthy, but they're, you know, the points are a little bit different than straight calories. So that's really helped me in recent months to really just kind of be mindful of that. Um, so, but I don't want to go too much down a rabbit hole. So that's kind of a start answer to your question about where I'm at for yeah. food, at least to start the day. Um, and again, utilizing the functions that WW has, has mm -hmm. kind of helps gives me some boundaries. And again, perfection is not my goal, knowing that that's not ever achievable, but right. that has helped me. Um, I'm actually down 22 pounds since July. Dang so girl. it has been meaningful. Yes. Yes. So, um, I think those are things that, you know, are part of definitely self-care and self-love and recognizing that 
those are things that are an active choice and I feel better when I feel better. So oh, the yeah. basic elements are there for sure. And then the execution on a day-to-day basis is not perfect, but definitely progress from previous habits, even yeah. just a few years oh, ago. And I love that you said you just feel so much better too. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Virtual high five for you. That's so, yes. cool. That's so <laughs> cool. Well, it sounds like you have some really good tools as far as your eating goes and really focusing on the quality foods you're eating and really thinking about having more colorful foods and protein, fats, and carbs, like healthy fats, not necessarily the yucky stuff, but the good fats you can have in um, within your diet is really, really good. Do you find yourself, you said you eat a lot of small meals. Do you find yourself forgetting to eat at all during the day at work or having no time to? So definitely not intentional forgetting. It's yeah. more like, okay, so much was going on and then I start feeling that hangriness in the afternoon. So for a lot of, I probably would fit statistics with some of those like three o'clock, you know, like some of the traditional work hour folks that Mm -hmm. that's like my trouble time for sure. Like with Girl Scout cookie season and people trying to leave stuff at work, like that's, that's a trouble time for me. So I do find myself struggling in particular to make sure that I'm getting that high protein even more importantly at that time, because yeah. really midday lunchtime, like having some big midday lunch isn't really like super appealing to me. But yeah, I think I do struggle with, um, you know, making sure I do that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, and I think maybe you can think of some strategies to have in place, you know, like if you know, like around three o'clock every day, you kind of feel that oof, slump from coming down, really making sure you have some snacks on hand with you, like with protein, like like a meat stick or some healthy fats, like from some cashews or whatnot, as long as it's fitting your points for your WW program um, mm-hmm. to be able to combat that, you know, in case if there's a bunch of donuts in the break room, which there's always donuts in the break room, no matter what. <laughs> and they, even they sit there day. through the afternoon. So you're like, oh. are these are actually stale, you know, but like there's still the visualness yeah, of it. Yeah. yeah. And maybe triggering and, you know, instead of that time, you'll go and fill up your water bottle and drink a lot of water instead. Cause a lot of times, or I drink like sparkling water. Cause a lot of times I think you're not necessarily hungry, maybe more so you're dehydrated throughout the day, or you're, like you said, you're at the point where you're hangry and you will just be like, I will eat all the things. Just Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Experience. Oh, it's easy to do for sure. Yeah. For well, sure. Tell me about um, how you move your body. You said you do Pilates. Yes, I do. So I do a Monday and Friday class. 6am class. And so that's just like so ingrained and it's fabulous because I don't even like get annoyed with the alarm a little earlier on those dates. Cause like I look forward to it. And the, like, that's just such a staple that, you know, it's really fantastic. So those are the two days and workout routines that are really strong. And so I know I've had a goal of like slowly trying to bring in some more habit. One other good thing I do though is Thursday nights, like tonight, my friend's coming over and her and I meet every Thursday night and we do a YouTube workout video. Um, So having the three days within a seven day week, you know, is good. I want to do more, but I think so much better that I've done that consistently for three months rather than just throwing in the towel. Cause I know sometimes people go back and forth with exercise. So definitely have success with the morning, um, routine for that. And so, um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at now. Um, but I do enjoy walking as well. So I try to take my dog 
And so that's a little bit more sporadic, but I'm um, yeah. kind of trying to build that in and using the Fitbit to kind of see where I'm at just on days that are tough, even just, I've gotten looks before in the office because I am known for walking circles. <laughs> so that's great. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's back, back to the grocery online groceries, like using the Fitbit as a great tool that we have now. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's kind of where I'm at now with that. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you have a lot of good tools in place and some habits already established as far as working out in the morning, you know, planning out your meals through your Google calendar, which is really great. And the online grocery shopping, which is mm -hmm. a game changer. So um, like you mentioned, you know, trying to stay off social media as well in the morning is kind of tricky. I know we're all guilty of it. It's just yeah. great to open it up and start scrolling. So, you know, maybe you can make it a new habit as when you're letting your dog out in the morning, that is when you'll do your meditation if you have time or at least post about your gratitude. And I love that you're able to connect with other people um, with that mm -hmm. as well. Um, but yeah, I think your food and your fitness are right at where you need to be. And like you said, trying, you have it consistently in your schedule. Do you put that on your Google calendar as well when you're doing Pilates? I love that. I do. Yeah. And there was obviously back with like the element of control with personal growth, like I, my garage door, I think it was last Monday, the spring broke. And so I literally couldn't get in my car to go to Pilates. And so, you know, I decided to go Wednesday and, you know, it's really just like the positive mindset, keeping that throughout my week is huge. Cause I know sometimes people struggle with the consistency because something comes up, your kid gets really sick your family needs you, something happens, like you can still adjust. And so, um, yeah, the calendar really helps with that too, because you can just click on it. And so that six to seven was already on there. And, you know, I called the garage door guy, he came, you know, made it all work. And I just went ahead and shifted it on my calendar. And so that tool really works well, um, to do that. But yeah, I, I use, I think time management with the Google calendar. I'm, I'm from a percent wise, I'm like, maybe 65%, 70% utilization. I think I have some other ways I can use that since that's effective so far on certain things. Um, but yeah, I do the exercise scheduled in, like if you delete it off there, you have that little bit of twinge of guilt. So it kind of helps that personal yeah. accountability too. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Well, let's talk about um, mindfulness for a moment. Cause you brought up, you know, having a positive mindset when things go round, wrong. So you do your daily gratitude, um, you meditate when you have the time. Um, you know, for me, mindfulness means being present where you are. Do you feel like you're like that or you feel like you're kind of on autopilot a lot of times? Um, I think I probably switch between the two mindsets given maybe what the situation is. Um, you know, sometimes I've noticed, um, you know, autopilot can potentially lead to some negativity. So an area I struggle with is kind of like that right after work, you know, that 435, you know, a few hours after the hangriness potential that I have some negativity that I bring home with me. Mm -hmm. And so it's not so much autopilot, but I do feel like I will, I'm good about being present in the moment, but then when that stress or emotion comes in, that's when it can turn into some negativity. Sure. So I think I went a little bit beyond your question, but um, that is something, you know, holistically that I'm aware of just as that's a self-awareness. That's great. Like, I trait, think some people, so. yeah, some people aren't aware, you know, like if you get an email that comes through that 
oh, crud, there's a problem now and I have to deal with it. Or the way they worded that really irked me or <laughs> whatnot. Yes. Yes. Can really the emotional response. Yeah, yeah, it can really set you off for the rest of the evening. I think people, like, I don't know. Have you ever felt like sometimes you're like, gosh, I'm just in such a bad mood. I don't know why I'm just like in such a cruddy mood. But being aware of it is the first part of that. And, you know, using, um, you know, that 830 timer from your Fitbit every night mm-hmm. can be a good chance for you to maybe do gratitude again at the end of the day and maybe to do meditation again at the end of the day. Cause it seems like that's really working for you to begin your day, but what an amazing way to end your day as well. Yeah, no, I'm writing some notes down. So I think, yeah, the med getting the meditation in while the dog's literally not in the house as, because she's a puppy, so she likes being hyper, you know, I was like, I slept all night, I'm hyper yeah. now. Yeah, like so I'm just even just like a slight shift in like mm-hmm. slight kind of timing routine. And then yeah. I love that suggestion of the ending because, you know, it's the morning grounding of the gratitude to start off mm-hmm. and the meditation to start off is really good. But again, I hadn't, you know, really thought about just because it's daily gratitude doesn't mean it has to be once a day. So yeah, yeah. that. Well, and things may happen throughout the day where you're like, man, I'm really grateful that this happened today, or maybe today wasn't such a great day and you need a little gratitude in your Mm -hmm. life to kind of turn that mind. That's what's the beauty of it. It's like when the good days and the bad days, it serves both for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let's talk about community or connection because that's my third tier um, after your health um, mindfulness as well. Um, sounds like you have a really good connection doing that post every day with, um, your gratitude for the day. That's amazing. Um, but also meeting with your friend every Thursday to do a YouTube workout. I love that. Mm -hmm. Super love that. Do you feel like you're missing connection in other areas of your life as far as friendships or just really connecting with people? Yeah. You know, that's a really good question. I think sometimes, um, kind of in my work life, I've struggled with that a little bit. Um, I work in a very male dominated industry. And so I've always struggled with that kind of overarching term of community in that part of my life. I think, um, you know, when I was right out of school, I struggled a little bit more on the friend side as, you know, we're all starting to work full time out of school. But I think now, you know, being out, it's been six, seven years. I feel like I have a good strength on that, that I've kind of, as we all know, you kind of lean towards the quality over quantity as you yeah. age, as far as yeah. friends, friend community goes. So yeah, I think that area of my life is probably where it lacks the most. Mm-hmm. Um, again, just because have been having to try to have a little bit more emotional IQ recognition with some of the gender difference. And, you know, I've been, had some, had some positive development with some folks I work with on that front, but yeah, that's, that's kind of one area. Yeah. And that's challenging when you're working in a male dominated workplace and it's like, how do I fit in but still be me and own my feminine energy and you know, let them accept me and whatnot. Sure. And they can be kind of without realizing it, a little bit picky and choosy of when they appreciate those traits and when they don't or tie non, I don't want to say negativity to that, but yeah, I think it is 
um, interesting dynamic. So I've just been, you know, I've been at the company five years, so I've had a lot of experience with it and it's definitely gotten better just as people understand me a little bit more and you kind of blend that in, but it is something that is kind of just, you know, if I did those little wheels of where you're at, that's one area that I've always kind of, you know, struggle with a little bit. But. I think we all do. I think as adults, it's hard to make friends because it's awkward. <laughs> it is. It's it is. Very, you're like, so, oh, I hope they think I'm cool. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. But I think sometimes some things people miss when it comes to community or connection, you know, it could be as simple as complimenting a stranger. You know, you could, sure. or asking someone on the elevator and said, Hey, how's it going today? Or the weather, oh, the sun's out today versus, you know, having your nose down in your phone or looking around awkwardly. Or, you know, another step further is, you know, the friends you do have really cultivate those relationships you have with them, not let just be surface level, like really quality friends, even just the ones that you know that would show up for you no matter what, and you would show up for them. And you do that by maybe just sending a simple text here and there being like, Hey, how's it going today? I was just thinking about you and checking in on you. It'd be harder to do that with a male colleague. <laughs> right. Right. Um, but <laughs> with the friends you do have, I, I know I've learned just through the past few years of growing my own relationships with my girlfriends. It's been really important to be a really good friend, but also just to be a friendly person. Cause I think people crave connection so much. And I think that has a ripple effect for other people because you're leading by example. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, like I said, you already have a lot of really mm -hmm. great tools in place. So yes, impressed. Thank you. I mean, um, all these habits can, you can start just attaching these to the habits you already have into your self-care routine and just kind of building on, like you mentioned, adding meditation and, um, the gratitude at the end of the day is a really great way to start. Um, and this is all just about starting small and feeling positive about the changes you want to make in your life. Cause sometimes I think people want to start making changes because they feel negative about something like with losing weight, for example, it's like, it maybe starts with a negative experience, like trying on a pair of jeans that don't button anymore. And you're just like, ah, I'm just going to go diet and do this. And it's not as good of an experience as I just really want to feel good and take care of my body. Absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah. So you seem like a very positive person mm -hmm. and you already have a really great routine. I think it's just fine tuning some of those little things to take it a step further and using the tools you already have. Um, I was going to say, write it down, schedule everything, which you're already doing. I mean, I mm -hmm. live by my Google calendar, but I also have a handwritten calendar too. <laughs> I think I have three calendars. It's ridiculous. Love it. Yeah. And it's one of those things where it's like, the balance of the paper is really meaningful too. Cause I think early on when I was having some success and really making these changes, I was doing some more hand journaling. And then over mm -hmm. time I was just doing the electronic daily gratitude posts, which given myself grace to say that's still just as important. So thinking through some of this gratitude and meditation saying, okay, well, making some shifts to say like, let's go paper for, you know, if I'm going to do it twice a day, let's go paper either morning or night and kind of shift with that. Cause I definitely think the full self-reflection of just like word vomit onto a piece of paper and even a calendar check off list. Like right now I'm actually on just like a little whiteboard for our notes, like, cause nice. I didn't have paper in front of me, but yeah. So I totally understand your balance of like 
it feels like repetition having it in multiple places, but it actually, you know, keeps, keeps you feeling in control and depending on like, I'm kind of very control freak type A, you know, certain personality traits do really well with that. So, um, you know, knowing what your strengths are and what works is helpful. So yeah, I think reiterating through this conversation that like there's that balance of, you know, people's preferences, like use the paper and pen because there is like some power to like the physical writing it down. So much power. And it's your own version of accountability too. You're being accountable to yourself as well. Definitely. Definitely. Oh, Oh, and one other thing I just thought of, you could, have you ever heard of the five minute gratitude journal? No, I haven't. Mm -mm. You would love this. I'll send you um, a link to it because I'm going to email a couple of things to you. Um, It's on Amazon. Everything's on Amazon. Of course. Um, (laughs) I literally make Amazon order at least once a week. I'm not even shy about that or pretending like that's not real because it is. Pretty much what it is, it's a morning and night gratitude journal and it's supposed to take five minutes or less and you write it down and it you write down three things you're grateful for upon waking up but also it has ask, ask a question what would make today great and you write that down and then at the end of the day you it asks you what went really well today how can tomorrow be even better what three things are you grateful for and it usually has like a nice little short little like one sentence sentence inspirational quote in there but that might help you with like I'm writing down my gratitude for the morning, writing it down for night. And I think some people get caught up like, oh, it has to be this big magical thing. I'm like, no, it can take like five minutes or less. Absolutely. So I'll send you information on that. Okay. Um, And I'll also send you the recording of today so you can listen back in case you were like, what did Emily say about this? Or if you just want to re-listen to it again and kind of think about what you already have with your routine and adding on to it as part of your self-care, you'll have that. Um, And then... Yeah. I mean, motivation will come and go, obviously, as most seasons do. I'll email you one month from today just to see how things are going. Okay, great. Thank you so much, Shelby, for letting me air your coaching call with the audience. I think it's going to help a lot of people. You know, like I mentioned, Shelby already had a lot of really great self-care routine and habits in place. And it was just a matter of tweaking a couple of things. The biggest thing was anchoring her day with gratitude. I know it is very, very beneficial to start and end your day with gratitude or some type of meditation around that. And like Shelby mentioned, she was already using a lot of really great pieces of technology to help her do that. And she's just going to stack on what she's already doing and take those moments in the evening to add in that gratitude. And you know, Sometimes talking it out with a coach as far as what you do during the day as far as your self-care routine, I know for me, I was like, wow, this was really informative and I'm sure that was really helpful for Shelby as well to be like, man, I am doing a lot of really great things as far as my self-care routine. So give yourself a little grace. This is going to look different for everybody, but with those three tiers that I talked um, with Shelby about through health, mindfulness, and community Those are going to be a great base for you to build your own self-care routine. So make sure to check out the show notes. I have a freebie for you as a self-care checklist all around my three-tier coaching system to kind of help you start crafting and thinking about what your self-care routine looks like. If you want to hop on a call with me, it's still just $25. I'm not going to raise my prices right now during the pandemic, but if you just want to hop on a quick 30-minute call with me, kind of customize your self-care routine a little bit more, I would be 
honored to do so. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Make sure to leave a rating and review down below in iTunes and give me a follow over on Instagram. I'm posting a lot of self-care tips right now. It's just a really good reminder for myself as well as my schedule is flipped upside down to continue crafting my self-care routine and tweaking it since we're in a not normal time right now, to say the least. So you can give me a follow at Emily Nichols 22 or at Self Care Isn't Selfish Podcast. So listen for more of these to come in the next couple of months. I so appreciate you being here. Everyone, take care, stay healthy, stay positive, and remember, self care isn't selfish. See you next week.